So I find myself for work having to go to West Virginia a lot and my relationship with West Virginia is very weird because I remember going for the first time last year during my internship because my company has two um, two locations and one's West Virginia, one's in Virginia. And so I had to go for the first time because I'm an interior designer and there were no other interior designers in my location. So I drove down there and I went and I was scared to death. Uh, West Virginia has so many like preconceived notions and like such an awful reputation, which is sad to admit, but it's just true. And I hadn't really heard good things, so I was really scared to go. And I remember driving down there and just being like stunned and not in a bad way, in a great way. I thought that it was just so beautiful seeing the like the mines and the mountains so close and just like the feeling of it. I thought it was really beautiful, but there are some things that I noticed and I was like, this isn't fair. And the more I go down the rabbit hole and the more I find out, the more I just feel so sad about a state, which is, I feel like so weird, but, um, many things happened and I found many people, families, and just flaws that I, that just made me so sad. Like there's this YouTube, um, guy who like goes to people with different living situations, different, um, I think some people might have disabilities. Um, and he like talks to them and he went to this family in odd West Virginia, the Whitakers, and he was talking to them and they are products of incest and, uh, it makes them, it's harder for them to do normal things. And it's one sister taking care of all the children. Um, the parents pass, they're older. And to me, it's just so sad because I don't think these people, like, like society failed these people, like government failed these people. These people should be helped and assisted. And I've been watching Ethan Klein's podcast with Hassan, and he often brings up that in West Virginia, there's this uh, poor dental care and poor health care, and that these are the people who should be liberals because blah, 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 blah. That's what he says. And it's like, it's easier said than done. That's a lot of education that's not there. That's a lot of information that's not there. They're living just alone. Like it's, I don't even know how to describe it. And I feel like I'm coming from the point of view of someone who's like, it's like a white person trying to talk about racism. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I don't have these issues, but I'm seeing them and I'm just like, someone needs to help these people. And I'm planning to move um soon and it's like am I a bad person (laughs) and it's like I can't even fully help these people I'm not in the position to like do something but even by designing schools I feel like it's helping them to an extent I went to a school board meeting a while ago and just knowing about how COVID has affected teaching positions and the the youth is unprotected and not unprotected but I just feel like they're not given the best environment to succeed even my brother who's still in middle school um his school had so many vacancies when the school year started he had classes without teachers in Charlottesville Virginia and it's just like this is not okay this is not okay and I'm just I'm just so worried about a state where a lot of people don't want to live in a lot of people don't want to go to but these people deserve human respect they deserve everyone deserves to be at the same level that's what I I don't understand about the idea of like billionaires and um uh 
people being so against communism, I guess, because it's like everyone should be equal. And um, we're given, we're put in these situations where some people have an advantage, some people have a disadvantage. You might have an advantage in one thing and a disadvantage in the other. And it's like, but why? We're on a floating rock. Like, why can't everything just be equal? And I just feel so bad for these people. Even looking at the roads, which I feel like is so, like, I don't know if this is, like, classist. But, like, the difference in the roads once you get there and, like, the work on the roads, it's, like, it just translates to everything. And it just makes me so deeply sad. And it's, like, yeah, I could move to West Virginia and try to help. But, like, one person trying to fix a whole state you know what I mean and obviously there are people there that are trying to do things and there might be very affluent places in West Virginia that I've never heard of or been to but from the outside looking in and seeing the statistics it just makes me so sad and I'm moving uh closer uh uh east I guess um where there's issues there too um in different communities with poverty but I just wish that someone would try harder I don't know I just really wanted to get this off my chest because I've been thinking about it a lot um (sighs) I guess yeah this is an unpopular opinion of mine also I just think West Virginia is beautiful and it's um an underrated state it has a lot of pretty great bones (laughs) um so I think I'm gonna try to move this on to not be as depressing and talk about some of the unpopular opinions that I found that I had last week, um, just to be more lighthearted. So what I realized last week is that I always like the most hated character on TV shows. Maybe it's my inner villain coming out, but like I love Dan Humphrey and Gossip Girl and I like Jenny too. And with Jenny and Georgia, the show on Netflix, I liked Jenny. I think villains are just relatable. Jenny is a teenager girl who doesn't understand her mom. She's biracial with a white mother who, as much as she wants to, will never understand what it's like to be black. Ginny's going to be a bitch. You know what I mean? And I understand it's her hormones. They're raging. And most of the season, her body is adjusting to taking plan B and losing her virginity to someone she just met who only wants to see her in private. She's going to make mistakes. At all the takes I've seen about Ginny in Georgia is Ginny is so ungrateful. Ginny is such a little bitch. And I'm just like, she's a teenager. She's a teenager and her mom and her live two different, they have two different identities and she's trying to understand her and her mom has all this privilege that Jenny's realizing she doesn't have. She's around all these white people. She's half black, half white. She's trying to see where she fits. She just wants to fit and she doesn't fit and she's conforming. She's doing things that she wouldn't do. She's getting in trouble. I would be a mess. Maybe I'm just a bad person, but I totally understand all of her actions. It all makes sense to me. And with Dan Humphrey... He's on the inside, outside of the inside. Obviously, for Rufus to be able to sustain his apartment, he has to be loaded. But you have to imagine their point of view. He, he's not at a public school. He doesn't recognize his privilege, only his lack of. He put so much time and effort into his school and education just to go on that college trip and see how easy it would be for Nate and Chuck to go wherever the fuck they want. You have to think about their perspective and their ages. I don't know what... It, like, it makes sense to me, maybe because I'm selfish, and I think the same way. But, like, all Dan can feel is poor. All Dan can feel is not privileged when he's only around privileged people, you know? Um, another take, 
I saw this take online, but it's like, I don't think we should have shows centered around high school, especially ones that glorify hypersexualization. Whether it's realistic or not, it's inherently wrong. And people can say all day that it doesn't matter because the actors and actresses are always older. But I think that makes it even worse. Um, one, that older people are pretending to be minors having sex. And two, it creates unrealistic body standards for actual minors. Um, this kind of translates to my next point, which is no more biracial woman playing black woman. I think this caused me a lot of self-hatred growing up. Why is Zendaya playing the daughter to two dark-skinned people on Casey Undercover? It made me feel never feel right. I never had the same hair or complexion as the mixed biracial women who were playing black women. It's so fucked up because I was like, I guess I'm not. Like, because if I thought that Zendaya was black, fully black, I was like, why don't I look like that? You know what I mean? And it's like, and even like the family types, when you see, it's just the, the colorist black family, when you see the dark-skinned father, the light-skinned mother, the dark-skinned son, the light-skinned daughter, that's not realistic. It's just not. Um, I feel like I've heard this, um, or just haunts my dreams. It's like Hollywood's deletion of the black woman for years. You never saw actual black women on the screen and it is still happening. You see it in Grownish and Gossip Girl where, where are the black people? It's damaging on society. That is why you see these videos of these little black girls calling themselves and their black hair ugly because they never see it glorified anywhere. It's just so sad. And non-black people shouldn't play um, black people. Anthony Ramos, I'm talking at you, to you because I love him so much. But the fact that he was playing black people, it just doesn't make sense. And this one's really unpopular. But I agree with the statement that poor people shouldn't have kids. That's a lot to put your kids through. And yes, you never know what could happen. But it's just not fair to the children. It's not. Especially if you were someone who had lived through po poverty, willingly subjecting your child to that, knowing what it caused you and the damages it caused you in your life. I think that's awful. Um, I also believe that perms or relaxers shouldn't be given to children without their permission. Something that happened to me growing up, I talked about it on my previous podcast with my friend, and I think it like really messed me up <laughs> in so many ways. Um, I also feel like the perfect parent doesn't exist. And the more I think about it, the more I feel like it's not even worth it to try. And by to try, I guess I mean to try to be the perfect parent and to, to try to even have kids. Because it's like, I don't want to subject children to trauma either. You know what I mean? It's like, and like you don't want to have kids for selfish reasons and like to make your life better or to be someone to live through because it just hurts the child at the end of the day. And I've been against having kids for a while now and sometimes I ease back up on it but the amount of trauma that children get from parents who don't even like realize it like it's second nature to them to their to like emotionally verbally abuse their children it's just so sick and I guess you could say I'm sensitive I'm overreacting but to me I, I don't take it lightly um I also feel like fat phobic people shouldn't have kids because that will just ruin them it's just so awful it's it's so sad I don't know I I guess it's just relating it all to myself and how knowing that your parent will always want you to look a certain way when you don't look it 
like, I guess even colors too. I remember a few years ago with um, the Prince family when they were having their daughter and she was so upset that her daughter didn't have green eyes and like, like it's just like so stupid. Like you're just such an idiot. One. Um, and two, just cause you did IVF doesn't mean that you can pick how your baby looks. You know what I mean? It was just, that was awful. And I feel so bad for that child in the future, possibly seeing those videos, those clips about how mom's a colorist and dad's a predator, like just disgusting. I also believe that people shouldn't work if they don't want to. I don't want to work. Hey, call me lazy. I don't care. We're on this floating rock. Why do we have to work? For what reason? What is it helping? No one. Um, I also feel like this is kind of TikTok based, but the girl who would do the, the factor cat videos, who calls out people for lying about their controversial preferences, um, should be in the casting room for every love-centered reality TV show. I'm sick of black girls getting paid dust on reality TV shows centered around love and dating. Ugh, awful. Um, I also believe that college is a ripoff, but I think that you can only 100% win if you just do the scam. Like, it's the only way through. The way the world is looking at right now, you can't just assume that you're going to be an entrepreneur. I don't know if that makes sense. But it's like, everyone's like, college is a scam, I'm not doing it. College is a scam, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it is a scam. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's one of the only ways to get jobs. And you can literally go to college for four years, pay no money, and make no money. But I feel like it's at least setting you up. Like, if you have the opportunity to, with the finances to do it, you should at least try. I don't know. Um, I also believe there aren't enough black people producing reality TV. You can literally tell from the outside. You can tell that there is an abundance of black people um, producing the Real Housewives franchise. But CBS, I'm looking at you. Hire me because I can tell. You can tell by the way that things are produced, how they're played out on screen, the reference to uh, pop culture and social media, um, that there just aren't enough people of color in general behind and in front of the screen. And that should be a change. Um... I always hear people talking about like the people who are mean to you because they are like jealous of you thing that needs to be ended because it's not always the case and I feel like it creates this weird sense of like hierarchy and uh (sighs) victim blaming like it's just weird it creates a lot of weird situations so I feel like it should be avoided And also, I just wish I was bilingual. Like, I wish all children grew up learning two languages so they would have the opportunity to move around easier and not have to feel stuck. I would love to move somewhere else, but I feel like it would be so difficult right now with my job path and little other language experience. Like, I feel like I'm tied down to American-speaking countries. And, of course, um, American-speaking, English-speaking countries. And, um, of course, English is a very known language, and a lot of countries do speak it. <clears throat> it's not usually like the first language you know what I mean and I wouldn't want to just go somewhere where I feel like I should expect everyone to speak English if they don't it's just I don't know I've seen so many influencers moving to different countries and it's like it's just so crazy to me and I started watching Funny Girl last week because I'm a big Glee fan and um I was just so shocked about how people treated Barbara Streisand and how like even in the movie she's supposed to be like this ugly girl <laughs> this wacky girl and to me she's like so beautiful like she just because someone looks different or has different features like her nose I think it's gorgeous it's just like a completely different feature 
I hate, maybe that's what I hate the most about, um, the older generation. It's like the standard of beauty was even worse because you really had to conform. You couldn't have any attributes that were like just a little bit different than other people. And I was watching this video. I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube about people talking about things that they regret in their twenties. And one lady was saying how she regrets like comparing herself to others and valuing their beauty over hers because everyone's different like everyone looks different and everyone has different <clears throat> characteristics that make them them and I totally relate to that but feeling like you're not beautiful because you don't look like everyone else so stupid so stupid because I understand the sentiment like I understand the thought because you just want to fit in and one standard of beauty is normally accepted but being different is so cool you know like having something that defines you it makes you stand out it's so cool I watched Colin Kaepernick's series on Netflix earlier this week and I really enjoyed it I thought it was I really liked it a lot I liked that he was narrating it I loved um that he talked about colorism and um when he compares the uh, training day or whatever to a slave auction, people were getting so upset. But I totally understood what he was saying. Just because people are giving money doesn't like negate the power dynamic and how white people will cheer on black people like they're animals and instantly turn on them like they have no, like they're not human, which is completely true. And then. So I was trying to find some more information on like what people were saying about Colin Kaepernick in this show. And when I was looking up on Twitter, all I could find were people comparing the situation with Aaron Rodgers to the situation with Colin Kaepernick. And I never even thought to compare those two situations, but it is crazy. Aaron Rodgers lied about being vaccinated and got fined $15,000. Colin Kaepernick, a great football player, didn't get scouted by any teams they wouldn't none of them would take him on because he decided to protest a nation that was inherently oppressing people when gun violence was going rampant in the country and he just decided to sit down for the pledge of allegiance i was doing that before he did <laughs> i was doing that in school like i didn't do want to do it i didn't have to you could just sit down you don't have to do that you know what I mean? Or the Star Spangled Banner, whatever that, I don't even know. It's just like, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous to me. And hey, freedom of speech, bro. Freedom of speech. Why does it have to be some big deal for him to fucking sit down? He can do whatever the fuck he wants. No one has to say the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. I hate when people have so much like love towards the country that is you see people dying every day you see people being you see things that are going down with covid correctly wrong opening up for no fucking reason people continue to die no one wants to work because the conditions are so hard i read something this morning about how like it's going to be so difficult for our generation to even be able to afford to buy homes gas is exploding rent is crazy food money is crazy and we're supposed to be happy and be proud and wear an American flag on our shirts? Are you serious? Call me what you want, but I'm not fucking doing that. It, this, on a smaller level, I think of this 
as college pride too. I went to Virginia Tech. And I remember in the last few years, um, there's like this big wave of sexual assault happening on campuses and women were being um, uh, reprimanded or suspended for speaking out against their abusers or pushing back against their abusers. And I'm supposed to be like, I love my school. All these women are getting harassed. No one did anything until it was almost too late. School pride? No. Absolutely not. That's not how shit gets done. You don't get shit done by just playing around and just like living with the things that are hurting you. To me, that doesn't fucking make sense. And I don't think that anyone should be expected to do that. And I don't know, that Colin Kaepernick situation. And then so off topic but I saw like his mom tweeting calling him crazy and saying all this shit like his birth mother and it's so messed up so messed up you're calling him crazy you don't even know his experience like you have no idea what his experience is you left him for dead bro like you literally gave him up when you were a teenager which is not a bad thing but it's like you can't you can't say I hate when people say with their full heart what someone else's experience is. And going back to West Virginia, I could be speaking so out of turn. I could be saying this and these people are doing great. But if I could compare it to my situation at all, I would say that I know people from South of Virginia who have to go all the way up to Northern Virginia to get proper surgeries. How is that happening in West Virginia? People don't want to move there. There's a stigma against the state. And so I just want to know that those people are safe too. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, the numbers in West Virginia weren't even being accurately reported for COVID. Um, It just makes me sad. It makes me so sad realizing that classism exists and there's these privileges that you you can't change. You can't, like they're instilled in society. Where you are born can determine if you live or die. It's like, yes, obviously, but to me, that's just so fucked up. Like, nothing is equal. Nothing is, there's not the same amount of education, the same amount of money, the same amount of resources around any space of things. And it's like, why don't people want that? Why does someone always need to be ahead of someone else? It's just so selfish and greedy and not fair. How can you... As a billionaire, look down on these people who have nothing and just feel good. It's like there's been a big talk about Travis Scott and Astroworld. And someone brought up when Kylie, uh, her makeup artist, like flipped a car, got into an awful car accident. And she like posted the GoFundMe and didn't give any money. I understand most, like, a lot of billionaires, they don't physically have all that money. It might be different. I don't know what Kylie's bank account is like. But I do know that she made enough money to lie about being a fucking billionaire. So you can give $20,000 to your makeup assistant to get their life back. To get their hospital bills paid. Disgusting. Just gross. I hate greedy people. I hate selfish people. It just makes me so disgusted.
And I have this like big thing with Christmas. I can say that I am privileged. I have a lot of privileges that people do not have. And I hate Christmas. I piss my family off every year because I get a gift and I'm like, this is stupid. And they're upset because they spent money on it. But I'm like, no. When I was in college, I was so broke. I couldn't afford to pay for anything. I would literally get my card uh, declined at the grocery store because I didn't have enough money. I wasn't doing my money correctly. And then someone's sitting here giving me a $600 purse. What the fuck am I supposed to do with a purse when I can't afford food? You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm supposed to be okay with that. And that's mean of me to say, why would you give this to me? Like, I understand maybe it's not the nicest thing, but I'm just trying to be honest. And now I'm to this place where I'm 22 years old. I don't need gifts from my parents. Uh, if you need to save money, save money. But don't just do something to do something. Don't do something to put on. And, of course, me and my parents live different walks of life. They didn't. They weren't as privileged as I was as a youth, as a young child. But still, like, I'm telling you straight up, a gift is nothing. I've, again, I've been watching a lot of these videos about what people regret from their 20s. And a lot of people are saying they regret putting so much value into things instead of experiences and that's what I wanted to give my family as Christmas gifts this year one because I'm saving money to move and two because it's just a thing all those gifts that I got over the years they were just things the people who decide to buy someone's love it ultimately feels like less and it doesn't feel like love because it's just a thing you can't look back and think of an experience Buying an item with someone isn't as, like, sentimental as doing something with that person, you know? And, um, this is so scatterbrained. I also think I might have ADHD. And this could be the plan of that. Because even with the podcast episodes, I try to plan them out before, but they're always so short. But when I'm just, like, talking off the cuff and, like, using some notes, it's so much easier to talk for a longer period of time. Like, I don't want all my podcast episodes just to be, like, 13 minutes long. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I'm really excited for some of the new music coming out. Summer Walker's album is pretty good. Uh, Taylor Swift re-recorded Red, which is an amazing album. I saw it live when I was in, like, ninth grade. And uh, it's a great album. So, I'm really excited to listen to that. And I'm so happy for her to get her music back you know i'm watching a lot of movies recently i'm really trying to not have seasonal depression i watched enchanted last night and it was just so cute and i loved the music in it um so i'd recommend everyone to go watch some movies on disney plus i've watched so many i watched parent trap um what else so many and 10 things i hate about you is on their amazing movie I still need to finish Funny Girl, but that's what I got this week, bro. That's what I got. I hope this makes sense. See you guys next week.